Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in Context, there's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of the is on the field. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your host, Wits and Roz today. And because we're kind of in that dead zone of things to talk about and football season being right around the corner, we're doing a little bit of a round table. We're throwing it back. We've got people on. There's also a special memorial we're holding today for the Chicago Cubs. But let's introduce our guest today, Tommy G from Mundelein, Illinois, here on the hotline. You heard him here on the wide receiver episode, and he didn't have his notes, but he did draft Stefan Diggs, so he's still creditable. That's not even a word. Tommy, how are you doing today? Good. I'm from Mundelein, reside in Lake Zurich now, so suburbanite so even it's all, more. It's all about where you're from. You're from Scumdeline, baby. And then also Scumdeline, on- born and bred. And also on the line, newly engaged, he was proposed to by his girlfriend. She got down on the knee from Maggie to Jared. We've got Jared. We got Jared Rubin on the line. I'm sure he's going to counter what I just said. But welcome, Jared. How are we doing? The closest yeah, to get a little bit more, a little bit more respect here coming on, coming on your show. And this is a sports podcast where we talk about fantasy football. And I mean, I am a past champion, so I thought I got a little more respect, but. I guess not. Always in the best bucket, Roz. You can't leave. That's fair. And then there's Wits if you missed him. Wits is also part of the show. Wits, how you doing today? <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh I'm doing okay. I just came back from a big trip this weekend. Uh, Vegas, baby. You know, I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you look like Willie Nelson after a good barn sesh. Yeah. yeah. I I think I did more partying the past three days than the entire past two years. So, good. I'm <laughs> I mean, how about the levels of friendship right here? I mean, we got one guy who's on his way to being married, having kids in a house, and then we got three other guys, one smoking, the other just got back from Vegas, and me. I have no idea where I'm at in this world. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're all here, and we can all unify. Catch us, catch us on our uh, next podcast called Single Forever. Single Forever. <laughs> what? But J- but Jared comes in as a special. Yeah, Jared comes I'll be in. Guys, I'll be your guys' consultant. Yeah, yeah. He comes in, gives us a couple updates on where we could have gone, or where we could have done something better on the weekend. He gets to see the game tape and he reviews it and tells us what's happening. But we're here for an important reason. Wits, kind of the moderator here because he leans both ways. Um, his cock goes left and right. He he's a Cubs fan when the Cubs are winning. He's a Sox fan when the Sox are winning. But uh, I think. We should do a, a little bit of a memorial for the Chicago Cubs. And I sent Thomas quite the article. I hope you read it, Thomas. It was uh, very deflating if you're a Cubs fan. We'll get into those talking points here. But the Cubs have fire sell. 
and now everyone's gone. Chris Bryant, the Giants, home run in first game. Javi Baez, the Mets, home run in first game. Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees, home run in his first two games. Um, also with an RBI single today. Looks like he's playing out of his mind, batting 550 since getting the Yankees. Only three games in. It's an inflated stat. But um, we're, we're out. You know, we got this guy named Ortega that Jared's texting, texting us about. He had three home runs for the Cubs the other day. But I think we need to focus on the World Series champs, the 2016 Chicago Cubs, and how they were the dynasty that never was and how they didn't really take care of the starlight or the stars of that team and their potential future. Um, you make a lot about coaching in other sports, and I feel like baseball doesn't get talked about enough. I think the coaching let down the stars of this team. They never amounted to their true potential. But now I want to hear from Thomas and Rube. How are we feeling? It had to come. We knew it was coming. This isn't like a big surprise. It wasn't a car accident that killed somebody. It was somebody dying of cancer, basically. But we knew the slow death was coming. Now it's here. Jared, you can go. Um, I mean, yeah, this was coming. I think it had to be done. It was a sad day, for sure. End of an era. Um, but, I mean, it was, other than 2015, 2016, it was five years of guys underperforming. I mean, they're likable guys, so it's tough to see them go. But other than even Bryant, right, had one world – one MVP season, then he was good, not great for the rest of it. Rizzo's a great clubhouse guy. The stats weren't there, though. And Baez, Contreras, and the rest of the strikeout gang, um, it just kind of it got old and had to happen eventually. I, some people might argue that it was two years too late that this teardown happened. But, I mean, they did win a World Series, though. So it was a, a great error for the Cubs, but I think it, it had to be done good thing about baseball is it's not really a star driven sport so you can turn around pretty quickly um if you get the right guys in and kind of catch lighting in a bottle a couple of years like i mean obviously the dodgers won last year with teams like the rays with low payrolls and whatnot and kind of a bunch of young guys so you can turn around fast i'm not saying that we're anywhere near there it could be a rough couple of years for the cubbies but something that had to be done unfortunately yeah. And yeah, speaking about things that had to be done, um, Rube, I want to get your perspective first, then Tommy's on who's the player that left that you're going to miss the most as a diehard fan. I think it's got to be Anthony Rizzo. Like he was the, the hard soul that team for the last, whatever, eight, 10 years. He was there from the start. And then I don't think he was always the best player on the team, but I think he was probably the, the one that kind of, was the glue guy through it all. Um, so I'd have to say him. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. He definitely was a, just a special guy for the whole city. And then, and then his backstory too, um, you know, fighting through cancer and coming back. But yeah, pretty much agree with everything that you said. And now let's hear from uh, Tommy's thoughts because he doesn't think we're going to make the playoffs for the next 30 years. According to uh, our I was going to bring Don't worry, Xander. I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. I... <laughs> I said it the other day. Um, I texted you guys at 5.30 in the morning when I was on my way to work. I just watched that, like, Anthony Rizzo video, and I was freaking crying. I mean, you knew the day. The problem with – and that's – to answer your question, Xander, that's the guy I'll miss the most because I'll have the image of him basically standing right in front of the entire Cincinnati Reds dugout saying, like, motherfuckers, come on. I'll have that forever embedded in my brain. And he, that's just the kind of guy he was. 
I mean, even he started on like a lot of shitty Cubs teams, and I don't know to see him be on the other side of it, win us a World Series, and then finally this day comes. You know, you, it never should have happened. He should have been a Cub for life. He should have been. He should have been the White Sox, our version of Jose Brave, just the guy we keep around forever until he says he doesn't want to play anymore. Um, but I, the problem I have with all this is I think it could have been avoidable. Um, I think the, what happened after 2016 um, is to blame for this. They put a lot of money, and, and Jared and I kind of talked about this during golf the other day, and he, he brought up some good things. But when you, when you invest the money that we invested in, not in players to help the team win, when you invest in the marquee network, the Wrigley Village all around the field, and you invest money in all these stupid things, and you don't be aggressive on in free agency or trade deadlines, that's what happens. It's just what happens. We, I blame the Ricketts. I blame them. I hate Tom Ricketts so much because now here we are. We. I will forever be thankful for that World Series. I don't ever want to sound like I won't be, but here we are five years after we won it, and now it feels like we're starting over from square one. And I just – I thought when, when things got turned around in 2014, 2015, you finally were like, okay, maybe those days are gone. But, I mean, unless I am seeing something you guys are not, I don't think we are going to be very good for the next – immediate future but i think this is a type of thing that sets i mean look at the way they treated brian who's gonna want to come here now the way they treated that the tamper with the service time in the beginning of his career and then don't he made six hundred thousand dollars a year as a cub that's it i mean but and i get i get business is business i get it but let me let me treat that guy he should have been he's another guy i think should have been a cub for life no, absolutely. Let me back you up a little bit here, Tom. I know, Jared, you saw it coming, all the above, blah, 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 the strikeout squad. I love the nickname you gave him, whatever it was. I just want to run through a couple things real quickly. Uh, Thomas makes a great point about the, and this was in the article, how they didn't build around Bryant. And who's to say that Bryant isn't the guy you build around, except for the fact that in that stage where you start building around him, especially after you win the World Series in 2016, you want this dynasty to continue. From 2015 to 2017, he was third in the MLB in wins above replacement with a 20.7 rating. The only people higher than him was Mike Trout and Josh Donaldson. At that time, he won the MVP. He made three all-star games. He was rookie of the year. Clearly, things were going the right way, right? It doesn't look like that over the stretch of the last three years, but that's what I was saying stuff about coaching, how many hitting coaches they've switched through. I'm talking about the pitching staff that never changed and only got older. The hitting around him, fine. I think that goes back to coaching as well. You had so much young talent. It just doesn't seem like they went out and tried to make this team better and better. And the best example right now, because you can go back to the Yankees of the early 2000s who did it every year. They just added another piece. Look at the Dodgers. Look at what they continue to add. They are yankifying the NL. How nice would that be to be a Dodger fan? Can you imagine that you just get Trey Turner and Scherzer at the trade deadline out of like, kind of almost out of like, Thin air, cold air, whatever it is. They have like know? ten Cy Youngs in their rotation. And you can't tell me the Cubs don't have that money, Rue. Like the Ricketts. It's not have... the money. It, it's not the money though. It's like the free agents are one thing. It's. But what about they the, have? They look have at Justin the Turner. They have. They have Justin Turner. They have Mike 
Um, they have Ma- Max Max Muncie. They've got Corey Seager. They've got all these homegrown guys. And then they like, brought really in Mookie Betts. Max Muncie wasn't homegrown. He was on the F- – they not? got him from the athletics. Yeah. And not to mention well, Mookie was, Betts, he, he their pitching his, staff too. He started his career, though, his major league career, really, in with the Dodgers. And they have all these young guys coming up. You can't go out and buy these big names if you don't have the, the core to start with. Chris Bryant's a pretty Cubs, Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo yeah, are a pretty but, good core to build around. Yeah, I yeah, think Chris that, Bryant, that yes, core was Anthony a great Rizzo. Core. Anthony Rizzo the last three years hasn't been that good. Javi Baez strikes out 250 times a year. Wilson Contreras has got an on-base clip of probably 320, and Ian Happ sucks. I mean, it just wasn't, know, it wasn't going say, anywhere. Yeah, but you're saying names that we're anywhere. not. You're saying names we're not paying anyways. What I'm saying is like that's fine. Then you bring in the Mookie Betts, like the Dodgers, or you go out and like. Yeah, but I Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts wasn't getting the team that strikes out 15 times a game anywhere past where they were. Maybe one series, maybe. But baseball is not a star-driven sport. You need a lot of guys that are kind of. It's more the sum of the part. It's some of the parts, right? You look at the Angels. They got the two best players maybe in baseball, and they're a 500 team. Yeah, like yes, the they, and they were and they retained Mike Trout for four, like almost five hundred million dollars. You don't think the Cubs could have done something similar along the lines of keeping Chris Bryant? They Unless could, but what's it going to do for you? I mean, maybe I'll get a wild card game to kind of play off of what Rube is saying. It's like, yeah, the Cubs had a lot of nice pieces, but there's a reason that they would won one time in a hundred years. It's just maybe they just don't have a very good organization. So putting yourself even even in a position that seems like it could be advantageous with all those guys, like maybe there's a reason that the Cubs, the Bulls, the Bears always kind of suck and they just don't really do a good job in general. And that's what it kind of seems like with the Cubs. Like we had everything set up to just go on maybe a decade or decade and a half. Three states, three straight NLCSs. Three straight. Yeah, no, that was that was a great run. But then after that, right, we what's after but that? But that's we what I that's the, what I mean. You lose get, to the Rockies. The then we lose to the Marlins. Then yeah, but what we really sucked what the do next we year. what do we add after we? But went? we yeah, we weren't adding to. We went team. cheap. We we th- we but got cheap. What you're saying got, now is like the team. The, like this is yeah, the team you, you add to. The, they weren't adding to that stretch of three NLCS. I mean, if you look at the core, if you look at the core though, from the the last NLCS where they got. I mean, they were obviously the, the inferior team in that series, but it's just been a downhill progression for every single one of those stars since then. Every one of them. Who knows? Maybe you, get a, maybe you get a guy Every not saying Mookie Betts. Say, say you get a guy like Mookie Betts, bring, bring a guy like – that changes everything. It, it's, and, I, I mean, it's just it's frustrating because that's, that's what winning organizations do. And it's not also all on their hitting. Their pitching was atrocious. I said that year in and year out. They, they never, kept the they same never pitching staff for exactly. five years. Yeah. They also could never put together a bullpen. Like, that was their That was their biggest downfall throughout all this, too. I agree. Maybe not their biggest, but one, no of, money there. one of the significant ones. And then we have Craig Kimbrell now, who had was having an insanely great year this year with the Cubs. I know it doesn't matter. Well, he sucked last year, though. I yeah. know when it mattered. But like what I'm, but that's a good example. You're like he sucked last year, but look at the change that came around. We went out and got him. We kept him. It was he was progressing. He played really well. He was one of the best closers the first half of the season. And you know, I just I just feel like the Cubs kind of dicked it around. The best way to put it is, I think they dicked around a little bit. But. Wait, so I feel like it, it was a shame, Xander. You you said it. the The city of Chicago 
has the worst owners in the history of sports. And it's not even close. I agree. And it, it's, it's like the spy, it's like the Spider-Man meme of them all pointing at each other. Like who's the worst. <laughs> it, it is crazy. Cause like when you think about all of our big sports teams and that were, that episode was definitely about the Cubs, but I mean, the bear one time in the past, Virginia McCaskey needs to sell. Or die. A tie. <laughs> or die. <laughs> and the, the Bulls, like, I, the 90s, like you said, Tom, about 2015, I'll never, for 2016, I'll never give it back. But without, like, that one player, when is the last time the Bulls have even sniffed, like, the conference finals? They gave you a little hope with Derrick Rose. They gave, they gave me a, an open door whip, and that was it. But, it, I mean, it's just like – It got you a little hard, but they didn't finish you off. They didn't even – yeah. LeBron wasn't really playing those regular season games. So. I didn't even I didn't even pre-come. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh to to be where we were winning the World Series and on that trend to where we are now with this complete fire sale, it's it really makes you think like goddamn all these other teams are good like almost every year and now we are staring at 61 season. Right, I didn't want to bring it up but like Let's do Chicago as a whole. The only thing I get out of this is I'm a Packers fan, and that's the only thing. Like, other than that, I'm with you guys on most like accounts. The White Sox oh, That's beat, a dumpster, dumpster dude, fire of an organization, too. Yeah, except for their winning records. Anyways, but right, – This is about the Cubs in Memorial. I know, I know, I know. We're doing Cubs in Memorial. The, what's interesting to me is the White Sox say they win the World Series. For some reason, that still doesn't uplift, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm not living in Chicago. It doesn't uplift Chicago like it would if the other four teams won. There's something about the White Sox that just seems stained, and like people prefer not to see them be the, the successful team. I think it's really telling when they're the only successful team in Chicago. It's the, it's the brother that shows up to the family party drunk and high. That's, yeah. that's White Sox. That's, Come on. Oh, that's the that's White Sox fans. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with Rod. It's weird how like the dynamic between the two teams seems completely different. Maybe it's because we're on the north side, but I, I really do wish I didn't. I really wish I didn't hate the White Sox because that's a damn good team they have right now. But it is. They are damn them, good. So can't root for them. And I mean, just driving to driving to that stupid ass ballpark too. It's like a torture yeah. scene getting there. No, it's yeah. not great. I, uh, Chicago's got a lot to work on from all angles. I mean, the Bulls have been in the same position, it feels like, every year for the last two decades. Um, Michael left, and now they have like, – Hey, we're, we're back. We're back, though. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get exciting to that. time to be a Bulls fan. <laughs> Dude, free agency is the most exciting time to be a Bulls fan. Um, they, didn't, they didn't even draft in the first round. They draft Ayo Adesanya from Illinois. They didn't have a pick. I know. Put some respect on his name. It's Io Desunu. Come on. Whatever his name is, he's not going to pan out. I don't really give a shit. Oh. Uh, see, um, it's the doubters like you that make kids like that great. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you could take Colby White and Lonzo Ball's place or Zach Levine's place, who knows? But uh, let's put the let's put to rest the Cubs. We're going to enter that that grace period. I just also want to say it doesn't seem like they got a lot of return for these three guys, especially for Chris Bryant, who I think they could have gotten the most off of. Uh-huh. So to but piggyback why, off that, to get anything for these guys, though, right now is kind of a win in its own right. Yeah. Well, that's why this could have – if they're trading these guys, it probably should have been a year or two ago because the return for rentals is just not there. So they screwed it. I mean, if 
they probably didn't time this right, but you know, we'll see. Like maybe I, these guys they get back are good. I don't know. I saw I saw a meme today that just put me further in the dirt, and it was a picture of Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez all hitting home runs on in their new teams. And it said, "Imagine if a team had all these three players on it. What well, what could they do?" <laughs> just just a dagger right through the heart. And Chris Bryant also has the greatest new nickname in sports, Chris Giant. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bryant the Giant. It's, I mean, that's just a match made in heaven. Good for him, though. Good for them. They're on to better, better organizations. Dumpster fire of a shit show team. Yeah. Rizzo's 30 years, Wits. We're not going to make it for 30 years. Mark <laughs> my words. That's God, better, than, that's better for, than waiting for another 100 years. That, that'll, be, that'll be right around the time of my, my uh, wedding. <laughs> Rube, which Rube. one the first or second <laughs> hopefully the first. Rube's already going to be a grandfather at that point <laughs> that's no well we move on from the Cubs we might dabble back into baseball here but I almost forgot I do have to tell you this gambling is not done just because the NBA finals is over you still got Major League Baseball we got St. Jude's this weekend Rube and that's where we got our gambling kick last year if you're into sports betting, bet online is where oh, you go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures, whoever you think will win the championship, bet online has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to bet online and start playing today. Bet online, your online sports experts, they want us to break down some upcoming odds because free agency has opened up in the NBA. A lot has changed. We now have the new 2021-2022 NBA championship odds. The Lakers are 3-1, to one, Brooklyn 13-4, to four, Golden State 9-1, Bucks 9-1. Who do we like? Phoenix dropped all the way to 14-1, to one, Clippers 16-1. to one. Who do you guys like? Rube, I'll start with you since you broke the news to us today. Um, Brooklyn. 13 to why 13 to four? Can they not round that to a better number? Uh, okay, well, obviously, I, I think they're significantly better than the Lakers. <laughs> Tommy, who you got? Clippers. Wow, 16 to one. No Kawhi. Kawhi's definitely leaving. He opted out. There's no way Kawhi stays. Oh, he's coming back for sure. We'll see. Clippers. Witsy, I know Clippers have the best odds. Suns, 14 to 1. Maybe hop back on the bandwagon. They just paid Chris Paul $120 million for four years. Do you like that? They paid that old hag $120 million? Yeah. Shit happens oh in the NBA. Oh, my. Jesus Suns Christ. Suns are going to suck. I am no longer marrying for love. I'm marrying for sport. I'm going to find a six-time girl. As you should. <laughs> Wait, so you, who you got? Yeah, I'm I'm with Tommy on this one. I, I like the clips. I kind of fell in love with them this postseason after hating on them for a year and a half. So, Kawhi or no Kawhi? Bye, Whitney Clip. What? Um, clip wit. Clip, clip wit. Clip wits. Nice. We got a Clipper show going on. I'm going to go with the Brooklyn Nets as well. I don't think there's anybody beating uh, them as long as they stay healthy. As chalk. long as they stay healthy. Uh, this is a big answer. My words mean nothing anymore. If this team stays healthy, I'll go fucking undefeated. Handicapping. Hey, how about double down and take take the bucks nine to one, you piece of shit. That's what you should do. Okay, I fucking did. I fucking did. Rewind the tape. Anyway, second one they're asking. Did you, bring, did you ever bring up that that clip, Tanner? He did on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Ross is too much of a pussy to play it. But. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, 
I'm going to play the one where he where he's dogging on the Bucks. Anyways, rookie of the year odds also came out. Cade Cunningham three to one, Jalen Green four to one, Evan Mobley six to one, Jalen Suggs seven to one, Scotty Barnes the Wits player eight to one, and then James Book Knight twelve to one, and Josh Giddy who I couldn't believe got drafted sixteen to one. <laughs> what is this for? Rookie of the year. What's the Franz Wagner odds? Um, <laughs> give me not, give me give me Io for whatever the price is. Probably two hundred to one. Which Dude, you got? I, sign how up. could you bet on anybody to be rookie year of the year at three to one before the season starts? Seriously, <laughs> I didn't say I was taking. <laughs> you're like you're throwing the accusations like I'm going after Kate here. I would go after Jalen Green, who's not much better. Four to one. Give, give, Dude, give me the FSU boy, Scotty Baby. Eight to one. I like I like him. He's good. I think he's going to be good. I like that too. I kind of like Tommy's Franz Wagner pick. Slap the Franz, slap the bag. <laughs> Freaky with it. I'm um, coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback Tommy again. I like Scotty Barnes. I, oh, Scotty Wit. Scotty Wit. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a really good pro. I don't know if he's going to be the best one of his class year one, but I could definitely see it. So I'll, I'll take the eight to one. I love also on huh, the odds I just gave you. Um, they didn't add the heat. I know they added Kyle Lowry just now. Um, to me, I kind of agree. I don't think that team's that much better with Kyle Lowry. I feel free to anybody to jump on me on that one, but it doesn't like that team didn't get that much better there, especially when you're paying Duncan Robinson $90 million to come back. I just don't think the Heat have it. Um, I think they're just missing a bit. Like it's, they're just missing it. You know, you, you, is Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler a good enough one? I don't think he is. Jimmy Butler's so, a dog. I don't know. Here, here's my question. I had this random thought the other day that Bam Adebayo and DeAndre Ayton are both really good, but I don't think they're like the number two or three piece that those teams need. Even though I do like them. I can't believe you're thinking. I, Aiton's definitely not piece number two. I, I think I think I, I think Adebayo and Aiton are different. I think Adebayo's fucking. I think he's solid. He's I, think if you, I think if, I think if you put Adebayo on the Suns, he's they're way better than Aiton. They are with Aiton on the Suns. I wouldn't disagree with that. Not even a bit. I guess we could, since we're crapping on the Chicago sports teams, you guys seem excited a little bit. Um, Lonzo Ball, difference maker. We get LeVar Ball in the United Center. How exciting is that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dude, how about we get some guarantees on first take from LeVar Ball saying the Bulls are winning the ship, Rube? Come on. Give me a little confidence. I mean, they'll be better than last year, I think. They have to be right. Full yeah, but, of, but what does that mean? Does that Nicola? mean seven, does that mean seventh and eighth seed again, and then we draft right outside the lottery for the next five Prob- years? Probably. Jesus, I mean, we're been, we're in freaking we're in no media, man's land. Mediocre purgatory for the last twenty years. <laughs> that's what that's my reaction to it. Is it's like it feels like you know we're kind of like trying to get out of the, get out of the water. Which is Here, nice. Here's an honest, it'll, here's it'll an honest one for you. you. Here, uh, before you answer that, here's an honest one for you. Say the Nets aren't a team. And I know that's you can't really do that, right? And the way you just watch this NBA playoffs take shape, 
team, any team was winning, right? Any, like the Hawks showed you that it was possible. Not like the old NBA we grew up watching where Golden State dominated. By the way, I think Golden State's going to win the ship. So if those odds weren't even on there as well, I would take Golden State right now. I'm going to do it Labor Day weekend when I come in. I'm going to put it on my DraftKings. Fuck you, betonline.com. I'm going to go DraftKings for that one. Um, <laughs> but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is take the Brooklyn Nets out of it. Don't do the bite the hand that feeds you. They don't feed me. Um, <laughs> let's go with, do you think the Bulls could take a couple rounds and make it an interesting if there were no Brooklyn Nets? Uh, no. No. They couldn't, pull a little, they couldn't get a little hockey with it? They couldn't get hockey? Do you say yes? We got a I yes? Said, I don't care if the Nets were there. Just like I said, I didn't care if they were there this year. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say no just because I don't think this this team would have any idea what to do and, like, the clock winding down in, like, a very, very pivotal dude, playoff dude, game. Be careful. Zach Levine. Pretty good with the ball. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm... <laughs> Zach Levine. I'm a big Zach Levine fan. That dude's just me a too. straight murderer. Me too. So I'm a There's just something one. about him that is, he, cool. is so likable. Yeah. Hey. I mean, Todd, I to, Todd, we've talked I, about I would watch a, said I would watch a Bulls game on a Tuesday night now with this team. Absolutely. Last year, maybe, last year, maybe not. This year, I would I would turn the game on, and I would watch it. So that's a step in the right direction for me. Hey, although to be fair, we did turn them on last season, even just with like Kobe White and. and many, I, I think many times we also have a rooting interest in Kobe White for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that for a quote for quite a large sum of money. We we have a rooting interest in Zach Levine. Three of us here. I mean, it's just the, the first off that. Top shot thing fell apart. None of us are seeing our money back ever. We're in for the long game. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, like, hey, dude, what do you buy out at any time? Too no late for that. There's no fucking money left. <laughs> I said I'll buy your piece back at any time, but when we're all selling in Vegas, you're not there. Don't be upset. <laughs> no, you you can come, Ethan, but you just gotta fly commercial. We're flying private. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> In line at the club too. Go play the you can go play the two dollar two dollar blackjack hands at Hooters. Hey, I'm all in. <laughs> love, my, love myself some a good pair of Hooters and I love two dollar blackjack. I know Rube would still love to be playing dollar blackjack with the boys if he could, but we can't. We play at bigger tables these days. I'm not buying out. I'm still there. I just think NFTs are crumbling, but that's just me. Before we end the NBA segment, where do we think Kawhi's going? Also, where do we think or who's the other big name? I'm forgetting right now who's the other name group give me the somebody's available it might just be DeRozan. nah DeRozan's gonna go though. he's gonna go to the Bulls <laughs> maybe I think Kawhi's going back to LA I picked the Clippers in that pick earlier so so it's contingent yeah I think Paul George is getting the job then Wits you thinking he's going back to LA him and Pat Beth yeah, I'm keeping – I think Tommy's speaking truth tonight. I'm, wow. I'm, this I'm picking off of him. Before we finish up today – I'm the truth, Gandalf. Before we finish up today, I thought it would be fair, since we're all on the line, it's the eve of getting our draft pick order. We talk a little fantasy yeah. shop. Let the people get – this is where 
I was influenced last year at this time of the year when everyone was shitting on me for not being a champion and not being able to put together good teams. And then I see Wits go two and eleven. I see Rube miss the play- or no Rube makes the playoffs. I see Tommy learning piggybacking from Wits and I on we the got show. To, we got to the same spot in the season, Roz. And do we need to talk about it again about how Xander gave you his last year? And <laughs> nope. still didn't win? It was a trade. Does that it need to a, be mentioned? It was I, a one for one. I'll talk about be, it. I, think I will absolutely talk about every it. Year. Yeah, we traded places. My team performed significantly better. I ran into Thomas's pretty freakishly amazing team that was drafted on the heels of listening to this podcast that you guys are listening to today. You Uh, had to suck my whole chub. uh, I love the play on words. You did have Nick Chubb. Wasn't going to go on all that. It's not Nick Chubbs. It's Nick Chubb. It's all good. It's like said, the last podcast. You said it the whole time. I don't yeah. know why I let it. I don't know why I let it slide. But it's slide. Like, I'll call him, I'm going to call him Kerry Woods too. I know he's still Kerry Wood, but um. Man, God, this is why, Rod. <laughs> yeah, this is no wonder. In my last mock draft, right before coming on here, looked pretty sexy. Feel good. I got a. I got a position. I got a thing going. Let's talk about Mike Thomas missing the first eight weeks of the season. Carson Wentz going to be missing five to 12 weeks and all the injuries that are starting to happen and the long season. Are you guys nervous about being able to roster a team that will successfully make it all the way to and through the fantasy football playoffs? Ruby, hit me with it. Um, no, I'm not. What do you mean? No, you're I'm not, not nervous. Yeah. Give me a little. What do you What do you think you got going? <laughs> Did you ask if I was nervous? Yeah, you should be. And I said no. Dude, again, I'm, ta- I'm talking uh, to a bunch of Kenny. Answering your question. I'm talking to a bunch of Kenny Smiths here. Anyways, that's why they're all fucked. They can't even talk about anything because they don't know the experience of winning a championship without being carried by somebody else. So it's fine. We're all Kenny. Mean? We're all Kenny Smith here, except for Charles Barkley in the corner. Do you like when you have to explain your joke that that much? It's not a good joke. I don't have to. I got wits laughing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> At you and I'll come back at the joke. Not laughing with you, buddy. Wentz, does Carson Wentz give you a little freak, little freak moment there that takes down the value of that team potentially? Some sleepers on that team. Are we going to see more of these injuries? We got Saquon dropping to the second round in drafts now because he might not be available at the beginning of the season. Slash, when was the last time he stayed on the field? A lot of shit's happening in training camp. What's going on? Yeah, um, the Carson Wentz thing. I think a lot, a lot of people think he sucks, and he he, he, he does. might. He but absolutely I was does. Is, am I fucking talking? Didn't you ask for my opinion on this? Well, your opinion of him is irrelevant. But continue moving on forward to the point. Yeah. So I, I was excited to see him though come back with Frank Reich. I thought it could be interesting, but I'm getting a little bit of um, a little bit of some Russell Wilson vibes here with Jacob Eason. I think this could be the perfect storm. <laughs> Backup quarterback, Wits, always ready. (laughs) Give him Andy Dalton. Give him everybody. Third third rounder, Jacob Eason. If you guys guys remember how Russell Wilson's career started, it was taking Matt Flynn's job after that big week 17. He never looked back. (laughs) That is the hottest take in Sporting Edge history. (laughs) It's not that out of a take. Great defense, great game. He's not going to be asked to do a whole hell of a lot. I don't know, boys. If Jacob Eason's holding up the Lombardi, it'll be for two, the Bucks and the Colts. 
You heard it here first. Dude, he makes it. He makes it seem like he's the fucking guru of this. He's also has been picking the New York Giants and the New York Mets to win the World Series and Super Bowl for the last <laughs> five years. So I don't really take. Hey, this like could a, be. This could be the year. <laughs> this could be it. Meet with Avi on the Mets now. You never know. Um, Thomas, do you even know who Carson Wentz is? No. Um, Who's his I, <laughs> I am not nervous at all. I'm yeah. ready. I, I am more ready than ever. Thomas, I was curious. I went to the dictionary today, and I was, like, looking up words and stuff that describe each and every one of us in this fantasy group. You guys are all my close friends, so I thought I'd look for, like, nice words. I mean, successful has Rube there. He's got the family, the job. Um, ambitious is wits. And then I saw fluke, and I saw your face right next to it. And uh, I was kind of like, oh, shit, we're about to see. I saw fat and saw your face <laughs> next to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only f word that it was the only f word that came to my mind <laughs> well, when you have the education level of a three-year-old and can only do three-letter words i feel that so like you had to find it but it's okay you know i just my... don't take 10 minutes to plan out my jokes <laughs> i got them all right ri- i got them all right ri- <laughs> i also don't laugh really hard at my own jokes i don't <laughs> yeah because they're not funny um uh anyways thomas is gonna fall back into their irrelevancy i'm happy to i mean i don't know if thomas paid wits up on his bets last year i it's no it's a dumb no i'm not i'm not proposing a bet i'm not proposing i bet you don't i bet you don't make the playoffs okay if i do you you leave the league no let's put money on it like you put with wits we'll put 50 bucks on it no, because you make dumb bets. I want, I've made. I've offered you some great bets in the history of our no, fantasy haven't. football bets. You asked me yeah. to leave. Your only bet is to ask me to leave the fantasy football league, which yeah, because you're so confident in how much I suck. So, put put your money where your mouth is. Okay, fifty bucks. That's where my money and mouth is. <laughs> mm, no. Okay. See, that's not enticing enough for me to bet. A hundred. No, I'm telling you, I need I need pain. How about? How about buy-in for the following season? Oh, that's big. <laughs> we could talk. We could no, talk. No, now we got the ball moving. That's a pretty big one. We could talk, but it's a free year of fantasy for one of us. One of these days, I'm going to get you to make a bet with me about you leaving the league. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to win a championship this year and never look back and never have to speak to you. All right, again. if you don't, if you don't, you leave the league. No. <laughs> um. Well, that's uh. You got any St. Jude shit for us, Rube? While we're sitting here, just tell us a name that, like, that you're gonna text us come Wednesday night. Um, Xander, right off the gold. Got Sergio. So far, that's it. That didn't really excite Xander too much. No, dude, Xander. Oh, Xander scoffed at that big time. I don't like the golfer. What? I don't like Shawfly. Oh, I thought you meant. He said Sergio. I, what are you talking? Yeah. About? Oh no, Wits is Wits is on. We're we're aligned. Wits is still our, in Vegas. On our boy Sergio. I'm still at the pool at the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Wits, you got any thirty second funny stories you can tell us? <laughs> Pro- appropriate for podcast listeners. Okay, there's <laughs> there's already stuff I have to edit out from there's this week. Kids, there's kids. There's kids here. Um, well, age appropriate. 
Did why, um, why are we going age appropriate? I dropped the f bomb like it's my fucking job. Yeah, so why like, do you have to edit out that I said? Uh, well, we'll talk about it afterwards. But um, but yeah, give me a give me a story here, Wits. Uh, quick story. Yeah, I did actually meet uh, Max Homa at the pool. So talked to him for a couple seconds. Did you um, ask him to review your swing? Oh. He would have a field day on your swing. <laughs> oh my God. What is that? His brain yeah. short circuits. He doesn't Tom, even know what to me say. Me and Tom are coming for that ass on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Wait, you're in trouble. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is this a rematch of last See, year's? No I, no, I don't even think we can go into it with the same – me and Tom uh, are picking up, picking up where we left off. Anyways, if you're not betting, if hey, one second, if you're not betting on St. Jude's, you can bet on this. Fifty to one is Thomas and Dylan, or no, Xander and Dylan, vice versa. But we'll end the show so we can have this conversation. This has been the opening line with your host Wits and Roz. We'll be back next week, maybe a round table, maybe not. We got to fill the time. Hard knocks back next Tuesday, so enjoy everybody.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.